Hello, and welcome to Self-Immolation. It's my podcast. My name is Joshua Wentz. This is episode 15, and I thought we would do something a little bit interesting. I hope it's interesting. Um, I was sorting through some stuff this morning and found a folder in my iTunes marked Unreleased. That was the album title, and inside was 38 different tracks of mine from the past. It's hard to say exactly how many uh, are sketches that never made it anywhere, or were actually things I thought were good, but never found a place for them. And I thought, let's, uh, let's share them, but not all of them at once. And then I thought, well, let's just uh, pull up a random number generator and uh, have it select the songs we'll listen to. So yeah, that's what we'll do today. We'll pick three songs at random from the unreleased folder and play a little roulette with that. Hopefully I won't embarrass myself too much, but I promise I will share whatever song comes up. Oh, what am I drinking today, you ask? Well, you probably have guessed correctly that I have some Chinar, but I also added some ginger beer there. It's a little weird, I'm not sure. I just spent the morning cleaning the house and I thought I need a little break. I'll do the podcast. I'll drink some ginger beer with Chinar. I like it. Hey, what are you going to do? What can you do about it? Nothing. You're over there. I'm over here. I'm drinking it. Deal with it. All right. Let us get this random number generator thing going here. All right. I'm just using Google's. I, I Googled random number picker. And uh, I put in 1 through 38, and let's see what it gives us. Here we go. Okay, number 10. All right, let's go into the folder here. One, two. Okay, oh, interesting. I think I know what this is. I mean, I'm definitely sure I know what this is. But here we go. This is called Reading Remix. And uh, there's probably a reason I've never released it. So here we go. Let's take a listen. Butterfly in the sky 
All right, there you have that. Okay, so hard panned stereo, low quality recording of the Reading Rainbow theme that I decided to put some beats over top of. What year could this have been? <sighs> Definitely pre-2005. I'm gonna say probably 2001. No, it's gotta be after I moved to Chicago. 2003 or 2004, something along those lines. And obviously this was back in the day when sometimes it was hard to find a piece of audio you wanted. You're like, oh, what if I could find the Reading Rainbow theme online? Well, I found one copy of it and it wasn't great. And then I put some pretty basic uncreative beats over top of it. And then some samples that I must have done as field recordings of someone saying, yeah, maybe? Or the clapping? I don't know. Yeah, a bit of a mess, I'll be honest. Maybe not the best inaugural unreleased roulette entry, but hey, maybe it's the perfect one. Let's move on. Here we go. Let's click it again. Okay, number 30. Okay, this one's called Self-Help. Let's, let's see what's happening.
So what is it with me and hard panning in the past? Hmm? Hopefully you were listening with two headphones on. Otherwise, you might have completely missed the uh, maybe only interesting part of that song, which is a, an audio clip of either a preacher or a motivational speaker. I can definitely place the timing of this one. This one was right around 1998, and I can do that because of two things. One, I definitely remember getting that audio clip from mp3.com, which was kind of a proto SoundCloud, I guess. It was a place for you to post your music. Uh, I still have downloads from mp3.com that I cannot find the artist anymore. If they ever were like an actual recording artist or just someone like me, a bedroom recording artist um, who never decided to make themselves uh, searchable, which I certainly am. Um, but I have these low quality recordings at like 128 kilobytes per second that I'd love to have good versions of, of some really good songs. But that's never going to happen. Well, let's never say never. I don't know. Anyway, I definitely got that from mp3.com. And I definitely was using Fruity Loops or FL Studio to the kids these days um, for that second half of that song. The uh, the drummy kind of synthy part definitely came from FL Studio. The first part I probably recorded in Cool Edit Pro. but uh, And then I kind of blended the two together. And I also would say that I probably was listening to a lot of Orbital at the time. I feel like that metallic kind of brassy synth in there and the melody it's playing harken back to some Orbital. Certainly they're much better than me. I'm not going to I'm not going to say I'm at, on par with Orbital. Come on. But, you know, I was trying, I guess a little bit. All right. Here we go. One more for the day, I think. Okay, this random number generator better not give me like a 20. I've done 10, I've done 30. I don't want 20. No 20s, no 20s. Okay, here we go. 14. Okay, that's certainly not 20. Let's see what this is. Okay, it's called A Tiny Thought. I have no idea what's gonna happen here. This does not ring a bell, but let's take a listen. A tiny thought.
I didn't really end the files very well, did I? Just They just kind of clip right out. Okay, you know, I liked that one. I didn't love it. I can see why it's in the unreleased folder. It's a little bit of a mess. It certainly seems like it's something that was just a sketch of some ideas. I wish that the beginning didn't start overlapping itself and become sort of a miasma of just a pad sound. It's kind of messy. But I like the drum sounds in there. Maybe not what they're doing necessarily all the time, but it's kind of a kind of a top-heavy sort of mix of maybe some EQ'd drums and possibly some samples. Like there might have been a lighter, like flicking in there, which I definitely have used in the past. So yeah, that was okay. I think uh, if I was gonna take any one of these and go back and try to make something of it, I would go back to a tiny thought and I would expand that thought, revise it, reconsider it, and, uh, you know, hopefully come up with something much better. Sometimes you go back to something and you listen and you're like, you know, I don't think I could do it any more justice than I did 20 years ago. And I'm going to assume this one was also probably around 99. It felt a little fruity loopy. And that was really a a soft piece of software that I never really latched on to. Uh, I know some people that have done amazing, really amazing things in FL Studio. But uh, I think for me, there was a barrier of entry that uh, was too high technically at the time. And so I just, I liked the sloppy, you know, kind of jam things together of Cool Edit Pro at the time. So I kept it that way. And then I moved on to GarageBand and then Logic. And I'm, I'm sticking with Logic. I love it. So anyway, I think that'll do it for today. Thank you for listening. Um, if you are around next Sunday and you happen to be already signed up for Blast Radio. I am actually going to be doing a 12 Days of Mike Oldfield pregame mini marathon streamed live. And I will be playing some of our past covers there. Basically, for those of you that don't know, every year around this time, I release 12 Mike Oldfield covers for the 12 days leading up to Christmas. And we're doing it again this year, myself and some friends. And I thought it'll be fun to, the day before we start, come on, do some live streaming and uh, play as many of my past covers as I can uh, as I can manage to listen to. So we have five years to choose from. It'll be fun. If you haven't signed up for Blast Radio, just go to Blast Radio and uh, search it. Search that. You'll find it. It's an app. Download it. Stream cool live music and talking like me. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. JoshuaWentz.com slash podcast. You know the drill. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.